Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host. And I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor. If you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up, The Kevin and Fred Show, and please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we are back on The Kevin and Fred Show, and today I'm joined by just me, myself, Kevin. Um, I actually just got back in town minutes ago from a super amazing event in Las Vegas where Got to hear a lot of my good friends uh, speak and present and spend some time with people. And I just was, uh, I was listening to a podcast while traveling that uh, inspired me to, to record this. And so uh, anybody who's known me for a while knows that Tim Ferriss has made a big impact in my life. Uh, he's just someone I've learned a lot from. And he's, I mean, for a lot of other people's as well. And he wrote, he wrote a book. Uh, he's written several books actually, but there was a book that he wrote called Tribe of Mentors. Many of you have heard that, heard of that book. And that book was a, effectively a set of questions that he had asked people that had actually been on his podcast, as well as just some other friends and, and mentors and things like that. And so it's a, it's a series of, uh, I believe, 11 questions we're about to find out uh, that he had asked over the years and really put together some great content because they're very um, like direct questions with, uh, with, with, you know, compact answers, hopefully, and things that somebody, hopefully the the listener or reader, as it turns out with his books, could take something from quickly. And so he was recently on the Gabby Reese podcast, and then she followed that up by interviewing herself, which I'm about to do now, with those 11 questions that he used for the Tribe of Mentors book. And so this is my attempt at that. And so I'm, if you want to find these questions uh, you can just Google Tim Ferriss tribe of mentor questions or Tim Ferriss podcast questions, and they'll come up. Um, I think it's, if you go to Tim.blog, you can just search tribe of mentors. And I'm sure that this, uh, his blog post with these questions would pop up. At any rate, I'm going to go and give it a shot. I'm going to make a few uh, changes and uh, we're going to see how this goes. Let me know, by the way, if you like this format, uh, obviously this is not something I've done before where I've asked myself questions, uh, and model it with someone else's questions, but let me know what you think. So, all right. Question number one, what is the book or books that you have most given as a gift and why, or what are the three, what are one to three books that have greatly influenced your life? So I'm going to break this down into most gifted as well as big impact books. So most gifted books for me that I've ever given out of all time are as follows the road, less stupid by Keith Cunningham. If you have not read that book and you own a business or want to own a business, I cannot recommend that enough. The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham. Another book I've gifted a ton of is called Exactly What to Say by a former, he was a, he was a, a guest on the podcast, uh, I don't know, maybe nine, 10 months ago. Really great guy, Phil M. Jones, Exactly What to Say. And by the way, he's actually got a real estate agent version called Exactly What to Say for Real Estate Agents. And then the third most gifted book I have is one that you've heard me talk about recently. The author was also a guest recently, isn't it? By uh, Bill Perkins, the book Die With Zero. So again, my three most gifted books are The Road Less Stupid, Exactly What to Say, and Die With Zero. I, I wanted to answer the other half of this question, which are maybe some books that have also just had a big impact on me. 
And this is not to do any sort of lip service to Tim Ferriss, but four hour work week simply was the one of the very first books that just really grabbed me and made me realize I could be doing things differently. Uh, and, and it would be okay. So the four hour work week, and then more recently, there's a book that it, it's actually more of like a collection of thoughts. It's called the Almanac or rather the Naval Ravikant Almanac. Some people might call it the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. If you don't know what that is, uh, if you've never heard Naval speak on someone else's podcast, he's been on Joe Rogan and Tim Ferriss and several others many, many times. A very intelligent man uh, who I've learned a lot from. And this Almanac is kind of like a collection of thoughts and tweets and sound bites and stuff that he has shared over the years. So I can't, uh, that one's had a big impact on me. All right. So question number two, what purchase of 100 or less dollars that has most positively impacted my life in the last six months, or at least in recent memories, uh, knowing that we all like to know, you know, very specific things. So two things. Number one is uh, uh, a Memento Mori poster. Memento Mori. That's so stands for i'm gonna mess this up but effectively you must die we all must die so it's uh it's a or you might have heard the term weeks or life in weeks so it's a poster with a bunch of little dots and each line of dots uh is e equivalent to uh 52 weeks so each dot stands for a week each line of dots is for one year and so you fill in the circle it's a little morbid i know but you fill in the circle each week so you can kind of see it's a it's a reminder of like, hey, everyone, no one's getting out of here alive. So the Momentum Mori poster uh, is one of them. And the second one, because I love hacks, and we'll probably get into this, I think, maybe in one of the later questions is uh, there's a new supplement I use at most nights for to help with sleep. Not, be, not because I necessarily don't sleep well, I actually sleep great, but because I care about my sleep so much, it's called Inositol, Inositol. Uh, I first heard that from Andrew Huberman and the Huberman lab podcast, Andrew Huberman and the Huberman lab podcast. I used to take melatonin, um, when I needed help sleeping or when I would travel and I, I really, I've just kind of changed my view on melatonin at the end of the day, melatonin is a hormone. And by the way, I'm not, if you take melatonin to sleep, this is not saying don't melatonin is better than almost everything else out there on the market for you. And it is a hormone. And, and so I've decided that I would rather not put in um, a hormone like melatonin when, when not necessary. So I've gone to other things uh, that I use to help with my kind of nighttime routine. And this most recent one is called inositol and it is, it's, it's a game changer. All right. So next one, um, how has a failure or apparent failure set you up for success later? Or do I have a favorite failure? I feel like I've had a lot of failures. Not a lot of them have been favorite. Um, I think if I think of the context that set me up for success later, anybody who has known me for a decade or more, because you would need to, knows that I, uh, my business partner, Fred and I, agreed to be the regional directors for Keller Williams Realty in the Colorado region. So we we took a, uh, there was like a franchise region that where there was like 20 other franchisees and we ran the region for them. We agreed to do that. Uh, and that was an utter failure for many reasons, mostly because I'm unemployable uh, or just don't, you know, just kind of don't fit in uh, round hole, square peg type of deal. And it was a disaster. And 
resigned after probably three months. I technically stayed on the job for six, but resigned after three. Um, and it felt like a failure. I remember beating myself at the, up at the time for doing that, uh, for taking the role, sort of quasi moving to Colorado, um, or at least giving the appearance of that. And the way that disrupted so much of my life. And it turns out I learned more in that three, for sure the first three months, but probably all six months, I learned more about scaling a business, running uh, running a business uh, that is in more than one location, like like we run now and have for quite some time um, than I could have ever hoped for. And it turned out to be a really good thing, even though it sucked, it was hard. That was definitely a plan or that was definitely a, a blunder or a failure, if you will. Um, that is hard to, it was hard to deal with it at the time. It was embarrassing. It was very a public failure. And um, yet it definitely has set me up for success. It helped in our sales business and in our EXP business and, and many other things actually along the way. So there we go. All right. Next question. If you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, metaphorically, metaphorically speaking, getting a message out to millions or billions of people, what would it say and why? It could be a few words or a paragraph. Um, this is, I probably would answer this differently tomorrow than I'm going to today. This is just what's on my mind today. Uh, is don't believe everything you think. That's it. Don't believe everything you think. Uh you know, one of the things that I believe is that I need to spend time contemplating uh, and digging into my beliefs. And I think a lot of us do. Uh, I know for me, I found that a lot of my beliefs weren't really my beliefs. I just sort of had them because I adopted them based on the people around me and I wasn't as purposeful about them as I should be. And so just, you know, don't believe everything you think. That's one of my favorites. And uh, or as uh, the rapper NF says, don't believe what you believe just because that's how they raised you. Don't believe what you believe just because that's how they raised you. NF like really nailed it, with that lyric. All right, next question. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Could be an investment of money, time, and energy. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to avoid the cheesy factor of uh, family raising kids and things like that. Uh, Cause that would, I think that'd kind of be the easy way out here. Right? To me, that's like the obvious. Uh, however, when I, when I think of most worthwhile investments, number one has been uh, actually investing in myself. And maybe this is also an easy answer, but it, it's really where I feel like I've gotten the most impact. Taking the time to learn, taking the time to invest into my education, into my development as a person uh, has been one of the best, uh, one of the best, if not the best ever investments I've ever made. I mean, I could name other things that have turned out to be amazing investments or at least really good investments like real estate deals or uh, a brokerage that I bought and helped turn around and then sold. I could, I could talk about things like that, but at the end of the day, I think that truthfully, the biggest return for me has been in myself. And then secondly, um, other people. All right. Next question. What is an unusual habit or an absurd thing that I love? Okay. This is I thought about this one. I was like, oh man, I have several of these. I'm gonna try to limit them. So number one, you may have noticed, you've probably only seen me in a black t-shirt if you've seen me at any point in the last five years. I, I don't know. At some point I just like decided I was done picking t-shirts. 
uh, it's not like I really dress, ever dress super nice anyways, but I was done picking out different t-shirts with different designs. And I'm just an all black t-shirt guy. Like literally, if you go in my closet, you'll see nothing but black t-shirts. It's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of odd. I've been told it is. I purposely use a cold plunge. So part of my morning routine is a cold plunge where the water is 39 degrees and I will spend anywhere from, uh, you know, on average seven minutes or so, five to seven minutes a day in 39 degree water, just to torture myself. But I'm into all sorts of kind of weird stuff like that or things that may seem absurd. So there we go. That's an unusual habit. Uh, but I really could go on and on. Like I have a chili pad for my bed. I wear a sleep mask at night. Um, I've got just a ton of, I could go down a rabbit hole, so I won't. All right. In the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved my life? You know, I think um, I think sleep. I changed my viewpoint on sleep. I used to force myself to wake up at like four o'clock in the morning. Uh, I would get up and go work out. I would do the things that I had to do, um, you know, to start my morning routine, especially having little kids. You know, they're up by a certain time, and I only have so much sort of alone time, if you will. And I had a mentor, uh, kind of a health mentor in my life, you know, talk to me about the importance of sleep. And I just realized, it's not just I realized, it's more like I learned. Uh, and I've come to the conclusion that sleep is really like the most underrated tool that we have for our health. Um, and so I've prioritized that. And so instead of waking up at four, I don't. Um, I wake up at six or seven. And I, I, I've had to rework my days and the way I do things. And, uh, but this whole, like, you know, we're going to sleep when I die thing. And not that I'd necessarily ever had that viewpoint on it. I just realized that, that, um, you know, I just, I just realized that's way more important. So sleep. Uh, absolutely. All right. What advice would you give a smart driven college student about to enter the quote real world? What advice should they ignore? I think some of the best advice I ever got is just, you know, yeah, I hear all the time, like follow your passion. I don't, I don't love that. Uh, I think passion is developed usually because you're good at something. And so I would say pick a profession, um, pick a job, a role that you could see yourself doing and, and then get, just get really good at that. Um, and the other piece I would kind of give along with that is like, um, if you know, you don't like something like don't, don't just suffer, like change something about it. Like try a different profession, get a different job or whatever. Um, get a new, find a new role, but don't, don't just go into the same path because you thought you had to, you know, you think you have to, I'd even go one step further, like cool driven college student. Okay. Well, why'd you go to college? Like, it's not like you need college to learn a skill unless it's a very specific one uh, for easy ones that come to mind or like healthcare or, or legal. Um, and so, you know, if you wanted to learn how to be like, uh, say in real estate or you wanted to be an entrepreneur or you wanted to learn how to code or something like that, like you can pick up those skills somewhere else. So maybe just kind of rethinking the way you think about those things. And then what advice should they ignore? I would say mostly everybody's advice. Pick out the people who are further down the path that you would like to go. So spend some time figuring out who is on a path that you would also like to be on that path. And they're a little in front of you. And, and that's who you listen to. And for the most part, everyone else, they can have their opinions, but you kind of just got to forget about them because most people like 
by and large, have it wrong and don't, don't ever think about you and what it is that you want. And therefore their advice from you is always going to be from their viewpoint uh, and not necessarily about your dreams and desires. And so that's the advice I would say what you ignore is most everybody's advice. Find the people that are on the path that you want to be on. Pick one or two or three or four, whatever it takes and, and, and follow that. All right. Um, what are some bad recommendations I hear in my profession or area of expertise? What happens, which happens to be residential real estate sales. The worst is like, make yourself available 24 seven. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You don't have to be available 24 seven. You have to be available when you're available, which is your working hours. Um, that is some of the, so one of the worst recommendations, if not the worst is that you have to be available all the time and that everything revolves around the client. The clients are absolutely important. They so are important. And if they control everything about you, they will, they will always control everything about you. And you'll never, ever have the life or business that you really want. So to me, that's, that's a bad recommendation. In the last five years, what have, I, what, what have you become better at saying no to, whether it's distractions or invitations and what new realizations and or approaches help any other tips? Um, I've, I think I've gotten better at saying no to travel, uh, when I don't want to travel. So especially, I think 2020 helped that because a lot of people sort of like, you know, we couldn't travel. And so people figured out how to sort of get along without it for a while. And so now that makes it a lot easier. Um, but I've also just been, I, I've got just gotten more crystal clear with my time and what I'm willing to do. Um, you know, I wish I could talk more about distractions. I've certainly gotten better at distractions um, and better at saying no to things that really won't help me move anything forward. Like it doesn't necessarily like, I don't say no to something if it won't just move my business forward, but if it doesn't move a relationship forward or something important to me forward, then it's a definite no, but there could be like a non monetary value it, for something for me to say yes to that. I will do it because of, because of that reason. So that's, that's what I would answer about that. When you're feeling overwhelmed or unfocused, or at least lost your focus temporarily, what do you do? Maybe what questions do you ask yourself? You know, I've really, um, I've really come to love the quote or the question by James Clear. This has helped me tremendously. James Clear has a quote that says effectively, and I, and I am paraphrasing here, if I were, if I were to do what I'm about to do today for the next five years, would I have more of what I want or, or less of what I want? Again. I'm going to say that one more time. If I were to do what I'm about to do today for the next five years, would I end up with more of what I want or less of what I want? And for me, that's a question that I can ask myself that can help me focus in on what's actually important. And, um, you know, sometimes beyond that, like I just need a minute. Like I like to take a walk outside. Um, if I'm still at home, I'll do that uh, cold plunge. That'll help me focus right away um, and kind of help bring everything back in. And so I don't feel so overwhelmed. So there's my answer to that. And uh, that's it. I think that's all the questions. So hopefully you liked this format or if you hated it, either way, let me know. Tell me. Um, maybe I'll ask other people these questions just for the fun of it uh, and maybe have some folks uh, record themselves doing it and send it in or or maybe I'll just record them with them over Zoom or something. But I decided today to ask the Tim Ferriss questions because his work has had a big impact on me. And uh, I just thought it was a great idea that Gabby Reese had. So 
that's it on today's episode of the Kevin and Fred show. If you liked it, please do me a favor, rate it, review it, share it. Um, we don't charge anything. The only way you can support us is effectively by, uh, by doing that. So give us a, leave us a rating, leave us a review. We'll see you next week. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.